This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented, as always, by FanDuel Sports. We're coming up 40 minutes from now. Lightning bets for tonight. We'll get to a Joe No segment as well with some sports betting advice from Joe O in about 20 minutes. Right now, let's look at Week 18 in the NFL games we like, some line movement. And we just got some news a few minutes ago. Joe Mixon tested positive for covid the uh, Bengals running back is going to be out this weekend, so he will be out. We'll see how the Bengals play it. My guess is they're going to be pretty conservative here in this game, which is probably going to affect the line. And um, right now the Browns are three-point underdogs in that game. No Baker Mayfield. We found out yesterday he's about to have shoulder surgery. So once the Browns finish up their game Monday, Baker was done. Who knows if we ever see him in Cleveland again. But, Joe, let's talk about some of these games here, some of the numbers that intrigue us. Uh, obviously a lot of big lines. And, you know, week 18 – Usually used to be 17, but week 18 now, the hardest part is is lining up motivation, right? Because the lines are out of whack. You look at it just based on the teams, what we've seen all year, it's like, wait a second. And then you try to figure out, like, is that team going to play? It feels like, I'll, I'll bring this one up first, it feels like we have, we have an answer in Philadelphia and Dallas. Dallas and McCarthy says they're going to play. They want to win the game. The Eagles haven't said anything, but they put 12 Why? guys in. Why? What's the motivation? I don't know. The only thing I could think of is they haven't played well offensively for the most part in a month, and he wants yeah. to get them going. I, I don't I don't get it, but he said it. And the Eagles, I mean, I'm judging them by history, right? They tanked last year. They didn't play anyone in the preseason. They're conservative with injuries, 12 guys on the COVID list. They have nothing to gain. Like, they can't really pick who they play. They can't control the top of the NFC and where they would go anyway. I don't see any motivation for them. I don't imagine the Eagles are going to play most of these guys. I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to start. So that puts the line at Cowboys minus seven. This opened up at two and a half or three. So we've had a big shift. So, okay, there, there's a small chance. I mean microscopic chance that the Cowboys can be the two seed. They need to win. Bucks lose. Rams lose. Cardinals lose. Ain't happening. That's not happening. So we can just put put them in in the, in the four, then they'd be the four, right? Yeah. If they're not the two. Yeah, I. this is not a game that jumped out to me. I don't know how to handle it. But if you just want to fade the Eagles, I don't have an issue there. I don't have an issue. But if you're going with Minshew, something we actually discussed earlier in the year, how much is a drop-off? There's a drop-off, but it isn't as steep. The question is, what about the other ones? Which ones are going to be sitting? Are we going to be talking about protecting Minshew with a backup offensive line, pass rushers, second unit guys? How, how far do they go with this thing? Because I agree with you, and you would know better than me, that the Eagles are going to sit their best players. So Kelsey's on the COVID list. We'll see if he gets off it. But So it's interesting, Joe. Most times we talk about, like, will they put the offensive line out there to protect the valuable asset, the quarterback? Isn't it with the Eagles the valuable asset is the offensive line? I mean, I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to play anyway. But if you're them heading into the playoffs, don't you worry more about that offensive line than anybody else? Like, I don't care what yeah. running backs play. They, they, what matters is those five guys up front because their ticket to winning next weekend is a healthy offensive line. I don't know. I, you might see it. I mean, the Eagles, have, they're not bashful. Like, they tanked last year. They didn't play in the preseason. They don't yeah. care. They, well, they, I think they might sit everybody. And because of the timing of this game, this is the first NFC game of the weekend on Saturday night. I think this this adjustment was correct. I don't know if we're going to get past seven, 
Right. It's minus 110 on both sides over at FanDuel, but it feels like you've got to go Cowboys or nothing. And I could see the Cowboys. Jerry Jones already went on record. You said McCarthy went on record um, yesterday. And then we, it's slim, slim chance, but there is a bit of a path to getting the number two seed. And we've talked about their inconsistent offense of late. I think they're talking to themselves into it. Hey, let's do our part, and maybe we get lucky on Sunday. Yeah, I think the Cowboys win that game, uh, and they're seven-point favorites. Anything jump? What, what game jumped out to you? Because there's been some line movement and obviously interesting games here. Okay. Uh, what we came back with, with the news about Mixon on the COVID list, and we've wondered aloud if we're going to see a lot of teams put players on the COVID list this week without a lot of motivation. Okay, so I just talked about how the Cowboys are probably not going to be the two, but there's a bit of a path. The Bengals. So we talked a lot about Packers. Are they going to play their guys? Bucks, what are they going to do? Just address it with the Cowboys. Let's let's talk about the Bengals' motivations here. They should not be playing anyone this weekend. If you want uh, Jamar Chase to break the franchise record for receiving yards in a season, which will probably be broken again by him at some point in the next few years, fine. I don't have a, a problem with that. I think he needs 11 or 12 yards to catch Shadow Josenko. But here are the scenarios for the Bengals. We've already locked up the division. Here's how they can get the one. Tennessee loses. Kansas City loses. And New England loses or ties. Here's the other scenario. Tennessee loses again. Casey loses again. Buffalo win. That's not happening. There is no reason that Zach Taylor should be playing Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, after he breaks the record, if you want him to do that. T. Higgins. We know, Mixon's not going to play. There's no reason. And the Bengals are favored by three points. Did we forget how bad Brandon Allen was last year when he went in for Burrow? We and And... I think that it's an upgrade at quarterback in Cleveland. Now that Baker's not an injured Baker not playing is an upgrade or a lateral move. I don't think the Bengals should be favored in this one. I love Cleveland plus three. And, you know, we saw this matchup also in November, early November. The Browns blew the doors off the Bengals. It might have been the last time we were really down on the Bengals. They lost a couple of close games after that. but they So already we've seen this matchup scheme-wise, right? The Browns played well in that game. Now this will be Keenum. If I would take the the Browns right now plus the points, Keenum right versus now. Allen, which is Keenum. what it should be. Yeah, it's Keenum. Yes. And yeah. and think about I forgot who brought this up, um, but think about Zach Taylor's history. Where did he learn? McVeigh. McVeigh. What does McVeigh like to do in these spots? Sit everybody. Sit everybody and the second stringers. <laughs> I mean, McVeigh so, will not even suit guys up in the preseason. Half the guys right. in street clothes. Right, right. I, I think there are a lot of signals that all the Bengals are going to be sitting on Sunday, and maybe we should take the underdog getting a field goal. So on that note, what do you make of this? Because we were talking about if this was going to be a pick em. Packers minus two and a half against the uh, Lions. Is this a Jared Goff thing? Because Jordan Love was not impressive. Jordan Love is a better player than Tim Boyle. I think that's his name, no. right? We, no, this is a this is an Aaron Rodgers thing. We think he's going to play? I don't. He shouldn't. But based on what LaFleur said, people are now starting to think 
uh, maybe he gets a drive or two and they get a 14 nothing lead. So this, so there's some thought out there that some teams, but like maybe the Packers, will treat this like week three of the preseason. Like yeah, this is like the that's... second half. That's why the line moved. The lines were favored by two, and now it's Packers minus two and a half still, right? Does history tell us that happens? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like it's way more teams sit their players rather than put them out there for any period. Like, I just, it, why do that? What is the point of this? A quarter? I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think he's going to see the field at all. It's going to be Jordan Love. But speculation-wise, when, when did the line change? The line changed when Lafleur spoke. Right. So we've learned how many years, how many times we have to, to learn this lesson. Don't listen to these coaches. They They're lie. lying to you at all times. Assume they are lying, okay? <laughs> don't, don't listen to them. I don't think it means anything. But the question is, can you stomach betting the Lions and you're not even getting a field goal against Green Bay? No, probably not. And all Matt LaFleur does is win. So it's You're in Detroit. You know Campbell's going to want to win, even though he should want to lose for the draft pick. Oh, but he doesn't care. He wants to win. I know he doesn't care. He yeah. doesn't give a damn. And to be um, fair to him uh, and the, and any team in this, this does not doesn't seem like a year where there's a one great quarterback, right? It's it's sure. They're going to get if the two defensive linemen go one, two to uh, Thibodeau and uh, Hutchinson. Like, you know, we'll see. But I, I I'm not going to knock the Lions. If they go win the game. Whatever. I can't wait till the Lions draft their quarterback of the future. And Campbell's there to mentor them. Oh, yeah. Okay. Give. Yeah. Is he going to throw him out there week one or just sit a year? I don't even I don't know, know if it's going to happen this year. This is a long haul rebuild. Yeah, and but they have, I think they have a second first round pick at the end of the first round. They have the Rams pick, so they could take a guy there. That Trash. Yeah, well, this top top is bad. Well, it's going to be in the later in the first round. Dan right. Campbell and uh, Sam Howell fired up. Oh, that'd be good. That, oh, I'm just good so happy Sam Howell's not in Chicago. I couldn't, I wasn't going to be able to deal with the whole North Carolina connection with Trubisky. Well, that was last year when the Eagles, because there were some. They had the sixth pick before the draft started. Like, would they take uh, Trey Lance? And I was like, we're not doing another North Dakota State quarterback. Like, what, we, what are the odds? Yeah. No, no, yes. no, thank you. Even um, though that's really dumb. Completely right. different players. It yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not doing anything, but it's just like, it's, it just right. feel like you don't want to do that again. Joe, you mentioned the Bucks earlier, the Brady thing. Bucks are eight-point favorites against the Carolina Panthers. Arian said they're going to play. Arian yeah. said they're going to play. And they do at least – like the two seed matters, you know. The and it's seed, it's not a tough path. Like some of these others we're talking about aren't right. going to happen. It's Bucks win, Rams lose. Rams lose to the team they can't beat. Okay, that could happen. Two seed, boom, and it's done. So how much does it matter? I saw Jason Light, their general manager, talking about this the other day. How much does it matter? He says it matters. We shouldn't listen to them. But he's like, look, I can guarantee, we can guarantee ourselves two home games where we play great and our struggles have come on the road this year if we get the two. So I, I can see why Arians is thinking that. Of course. I mean, and it changes. And the other part of this too is like the Chiefs in the AFC, right? I don't think this could happen in the NFC. There's a chance that Tennessee gets upset in their first game. You know what that means? If you're the two seed, you have home field advantage in effect. You're one upset away from never leaving home. You're there. You know what? With Carolina is so bad that can you sit Brady and still win? Who's their backup? 
That's what I'm looking up. Is it still Gabbert? Yeah, it's still Blaine Gabbert. So. Yeah. It's, G- it's Gabbert and Kyle Trask. Could, oh, my goodness. <laughs> could they win? Yes. Absolutely, they, they can beat Darnold. 100% they could. Um, Boy, that might be Carolina, the biggest indictment on that rule. Carolina Panthers, last six games, 0-6 against the spread. Darnold took seven sacks. He had that good start. Remember, he's 9-for-9? And then just right. after that, it was terrible. <laughs> Air yards for Darnold on Sunday, 0.0. What? He's horrendous. I mean, he's horrendous. <laughs> They're all horrendous. Every quarterback they bring in is just complete trash. But with that, can you bet on Carolina? Even if we think Brady's out, can you bet on Carolina? I can't. So you know what the worst part is? You have to do it now because what's the number going to go down to? You're only going to get what? How already many points? coming down. But yeah, if Gabbard already... starts, you're going to get what? It's going to drop to four, three? It'll just keep dropping as people continue to bet it. We're down to eight already. The look ahead was 16 and a half. It opened nine. We're down to eight. I, I can't yeah. with Carolina. I I think Brady might play. I know people I are saying otherwise. I think he's going to play. And, and the, he knows the MVP's there for the taking now. He's playing, man. Two seed, MVP. This is Tom Brady to play. Uh, a game that we talked about a little bit yesterday, and I think it's fair on both sides, not like you're wondering about who's going to play or not. Saints-Falcons. I like the Falcons getting four and a half points. Why are the yep. Saints fair by four and a half points on the road? It's a team that always is it, it, those teams match up pretty well against each other. It's always an interesting game. All right, here's uh, we talk about records. There's a record on the line on the Atlanta side. Any guesses? A record on the line? No, I have no idea. Kyle Pitts is 59 yards away from breaking Mike Dick's 1961 receiving yards record. Wow. Well, they're gonna get him that. He is. I saw that number. I did a double take. Like, hasn't he been kind of a disappointment for much of the year? Yeah, I think we just forgot about him. It's, it's weird. Yes. They're, they're an irrelevant team. He's got overshadowed by Chase. He's got overshadowed by a rookie quarterback going to the playoffs. Remember, he was a very popular offensive rookie of the year pick. And we haven't talked about We haven't mm-hmm. said his name in eight weeks. No, we have not because they've been so terrible. But you're right. The Saints on the road link, four and a half. Who are you? Taysom Hill's still your quarterback, right? Who are you? No, I like the Atlanta side as well. I do. It's too many points. It's Atlanta's many bat, bat against good teams and they hang around against mediocre teams. Saints are a mediocre team. I think they're going to hang around. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that's a, a close game. And if the Saints – how about this? If the Saints lose that game, the Niners are in the playoffs regardless of what happens against the Rams. That game mm. becomes meaningless for the Niners. They're in. Five in a row. Is it going to be six? San Francisco, they've won the last five times. I think they win. San Francisco wins. Yeah. Getting points. Getting some I good, think, yeah. good amount of points. There's motivation there. Uh, but the Rams would lose the division if Arizona wins and they lose. There's motivation on both sides. That's an interesting game. Joe O, Joe G, it is BeckQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe knows up next right here on the BeckQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.